Welcome back. Welcome. Hey guys, we're here for another episode. Time keeps flying. I think between episodes, it comes around so quickly. Well, time flies when you're having fun. And you know what? 2022 has been the ghetto, I can't lie. But been the ghetto. in terms of, I mean, in terms of other things, I was going to say it's actually been quite good, but in terms of like the general world situation, mm. it's mad. But in our personal lives, I think things have been flowing pretty well. So, you know, time just keeps getting away from us. We're sorry, we'll get back on some kind of schedule-ish. Um, but we're trying our best and we're enjoying our lives. And yeah, we're back. <laughs> yeah, we're back. So how's the past couple of weeks been for you, Gloria? What have you been up to work-wise, social life-wise? Well, work-wise, I've had quite a few um, projects. I've been battling um, against my procrastination because the problem is I have a lot of autonomy in what I do which is great because I I guess I've done well so people trust me to do things and that's meant that I basically get given tasks and just people come back to me when they expect results so it's been trying to divide longer term tasks into smaller term tasks so I actually get them done and I'm proud to say that for my one main big one that I'm doing completely alone I'm on task to actually complete that early so I won't panic last minute and have to stay up super late and like do crazy long days I'm, I'm quite happy with that um but with the rest of things um I'm young so I made the mistake of making like some clever suggestions um at work about SEO and you know other fun terms that young people know mm-hmm. and now I'm giving a presentation um to my team on SEO um <laughs> for an hour which I have no how can, you, how can you even talk on SEO for an hour that's such like a sis wow it was so technical I had to go online and do like keyword searches from different websites look at target websites of other like competitors but we're not in a, in a private company but other like competitors let's say in our space and look at like the domains that they're being hosted on target domains that we would want to be hosted on like how to improve our reach and stuff like that demographic breakdown like ease of read stuff like that but there's actual metrics behind all of this stuff mm-hmm. so that I was reading SEO manuals like um using many many emails to use free online tools to do some analysis of our pages it was a lot it was a real deep dive mm-hmm. and because it was such a deep dive when my boss got it back he was like this is actually like really in-depth do you mind giving a presentation on this oh like, my god imagine if he's like I don't even want it that detailed I don't care literally and then he sent me a teaser just like you know just making sure I include the links for the google crawl bots and I was like please stop <laughs> no uh, is field. yeah and the problem is you know you can't you don't know the level at which people want the information so I was just giving some basic information and it's like yeah do you know just go ahead and like research on this if you tell me to research on this I'm researching child so I really did yeah, that, that because ooh, there's a research, <laughs> the research in it it's like do you want me to research as in screenshot the definition that Google comes up with or do you want me to research as in tell you the origins and history of everything about this topic like that's so vague exactly that like when he was like how do we get our website to rank higher I was like okay like there's this this, these are the constituent things that we need to be doing and then it was a whole couple of more pages (laughs) so yeah so yeah I got myself into that but you know I guess that's a good and bad thing about being (laughs) semi-competent you do yeah that's the thing when you're when you're a certain level of competence people just expect you to pull anything out of thin air because they're just like 
you might not know this, but you have the ability to learn it very quickly. So go learn it. Exactly that. Exactly that. So yeah, let's see how that goes. And we've got like a in-person divisional meeting with the head of our organization actually on Friday. So it's just before that. So if it goes good or bad, they won't think about it too long because then we've got some important things to do. So yeah, let's see. Cool. Well, you're busy then. And how about you? Busy. yeah <laughs> <laughs> to say the least um no no but I'm good like like you work is keeping me busy but um in a really different capacity right now because um with Shadows of Shine which is the charity it's listeners may or may not know um like up until quite recently I was actually running the charity single-handedly so a lot of my duties were although being the head on now promoted to the CEO is was like administrative and operational so I was doing the menial work as well but it's very important but still you know what I mean um but I have like a mini team now who are amazing and I have um, a member of staff who's like really taken on the operational aspects and administration aspects so well. So I'm in a position where I'm doing like much more CEO executive work. So I'm like trying to reach out to more corporates, really champion the growth and development of the charity um, expanding our reach, trying to bring in more fundraising. So it is a completely different skill set. What I'm using quite recently now that this member of staff who is quite new, but she's more settled is able to take on other things. So it's, I, I feel like I'm back in a space of learning at work again, which I'm really enjoying. Um, obviously networking, I've been to see some really exciting projects that are going on in the city, like new music developments, um, sorry, music venue developments. I told you about the NFT studio last time. And uh, yeah, exciting point in the charity space. And it's like getting to see what a, a real CEO does when they're not doing admin is really cool for me right now. Oh, I'm glad that you're, you've got your hands in so many different pies. It's, it's great that you also are expanding your team because, child, the way you were being worked mm-hmm. last year. Worked. <laughs> worked. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really, really glad that things are expanding in that way and you'll be able to be like a little bit more hands off. Obviously, you're putting in the work now still to yes. really get things set off and going where they gotta go but it's gonna be worth it in the end and you'll be able to slowly like rein it back time-wise mm-hmm. over time so yeah yeah it's exciting I feel like I'm learning and just getting used to the art of networking all of this stuff is networking basically um all of these charity how, how are you finding now. that how are you finding that as an introvert because I know you so well <laughs> you know I struggle you know I struggle but um I I treat it as work so the same way I expect although I'm going for dinner or lunches and drinks I still very much see it as work and I just kind of mentally compartmentalize it as part of my job and I'm actually very good at networking although it's not my preference to do so so um I'm able to like hold conversation it's just very draining like I could have a full day of doing like really intensive mentally taxing work on my laptop and although it tires my brain I might be able to do something in the evening but if I have a full day of like meetings networking dinners lunches I come home and I'm exhausted and I think that's just the reality that I have to face um even though I'm meeting some amazing people and you know and you have conversations that really excite you and fill you with like just joy and like all this desire to do well the conversations are amazing but I can't help just being tired at the end of them um 
and I'm limiting my weekends as well to how much I commit to because downtime is really essential for me too. Yeah, no, I totally understand that because like you said, you're going out having drinks and eating during the week to also then do that on weekends, even though it's in a more social context, it's still like quite, quite exhausting. So I really hope that you found some time to just switch off yeah do you know I do I do I'm I'm quite a lazy weekend person at the moment unless it's a friend's birthday or something I've committed to I'm trying to just keep the weekends quiet and that's working for me for the time being oh I'm glad Ooh. Ooh. something Ooh. I didn't something I didn't tell you oh I may be I may be flying out um to see my best friend out in the Caribbean this weekend oh my gosh Andrew I'm so excited for you yeah so maybe go in take a little break on a cruise ship but let's just see how this whole coronavirus thing it's really hard to get on the ship at the moment but maybe you guys Karina is downplaying it it's not just a cruise ship child it Mm. is the creme de la creme of cruise ships you guys (laughs) like it's literally the it's sorry I should actually put some respect on his job it is like the newest um ship in the world with Royal Caribbean it's got like the I think literally the most high-tech stage in the world not just on cruise ships but on land as well um this incredible show of puppets and apparatus like flying in the air and the ship has indoor skydiving bumper cars casinos Starbucks restaurants everything it's huge like it's ridiculous and as a cruise virgin, I've never been on a cruise and I've never really desired to do so. However, when Andrew was talking about all of these amenities before he was going, I was like, child, I might need to get into cruises. I might need yeah. to get into that because it just sounds so good being on the boat. I wouldn't even want to leave. <laughs> a lot of people don't leave as well. <laughs> they really just say that, build whole careers on, on cruise ships. Oh, I really hope you get to go. I know what you're saying about the whole rona situation but i've got my fingers crossed for you because it, oh, you're gonna have the time of your life and you love andrew. andrew's a lot of fun listeners andrew is probably like the most fun upbeat person i've probably ever met he's like sunshine when you meet him it's just like amazing you can't not like the guy he's amazing so yeah you're gonna have the time of your life i'm so excited for you <laughs> maybe but until that point back to work which brings us quite nicely <laughs> onto the topic of the episode um which um, today we thought we'd actually speak about planning for the next quarter because it is that time of year. Q1 is ending and Q2 is upon us. Um, And we just thought it'd be good to talk about some of our Q2 goals for um, work and maybe a little bit financially as well during this episode. Yeah, we realised that our start to the year has been um, interesting thus far and to help us be a bit better prepared and better planned and you know speak about what we're going to do to set up the rest of the year more successfully we thought it'd be nice to share our planning with you guys so yeah hope you enjoy us sharing our l's our w's and our future plans mm-hmm. <laughs> so um in three words how would you describe um your q1 shambolic um <laughs> I don't even need three I think I think that's fine okay there we go (laughs) for once oh god well you know what we're all allowed a bit of shambles from time to time q2 will be better we pray (laughs) and what about you how would you describe your um, q1 
I would say well-intentioned. Ooh. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> wait, no, let me change that. My three will be didn't hit targets. <laughs> Okay, so we're we're, we're both coming from like a similar brand of thought. I love that. Yeah, honesty, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, we're being honest with you guys because we really, we really try and sometimes try as we might, we don't succeed. Mm. And that's life, unfortunately. So why exactly would you describe your Q1 as having not been as successful as you planned it to be? Okay, I'm going to talk specifically about financial for this point. Um, but mm-hmm. I did not budget at all um, for Q1. No, sorry, I did create a budget. I did not stick to the budget at all in Q1. Um, mm-hmm. I said yes to everything that I wanted to say yes to. I went on a holiday that was not planned. Um, I have been buying clothes, buying plants, Um just generally doing things that cost a lot of money that aren't essential items as well enjoying Mm -hmm. life so if if you're talking about the financial aspects then absolutely no I did not stick to any goals I actually didn't save any money at all in Q1 um (gasps) I know I know and I regret nothing I'm gonna not gonna lie I regret nothing because I've had a really good time socially and in my personal life and you know, and you're like, there's actually no price for that. There's no price I can pay for that. I'm, you know, I've never missed a bill. I've never missed my rent. So yeah, it was a bit of a mess financially. And I'm not in the financial position I was expecting to be in at this point in the year, which is why Q2 is going to be much more restrictive than Q1 was. But in terms of um, professionally, I think I'm very harsh on myself in terms of whether I'm succeeding professionally because I take the charity so personally and same with the app as well and even my other bits of consultancy work so if I was to answer honest well not honestly but objectively I've done just fine in that area but I always can think of ways where I could have improved or done better yeah no that that that's completely understandable that's completely understandable mm-hmm. but anyway shambolic let's let's pass over the microphone Okay, so for me, it's it's we're we're living we're living the similar lives, but in different fonts, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truly, because it's it's the same for me too. Like honestly, um, after I came back from Ghana, I think once that phone bill just came through, my financial plans for that month were out the window. Child, I still managed to I still managed to save. Like I'm very like there are certain um savings that are just non-negotiable so like the amount that I will like dedicate to my ISO is forever it's automated so I can't I can't I just it's not even money I consider anymore I I forget about that I forget Mm -hmm. about her however because of the size of the bill Mm -hmm. um when I was doing the other parts of my budget because that's the month that I also sat down and tried to do the rest of my budget for the year child and let me just tell you that month um things kept chopping and changing things kept chopping and changing they were not consistent and then with the way the stock market was going there was a lot there was a lot that was going on that was happening and I then started to go from not being as sensible as I should Mm -hmm. to going out and drinking more and going out and drinking and then I 
if anyone knows me, I do not get Ubers and I do not order takeaways. I still haven't ordered takeaways, yeah. but child, I've got a couple of, I've got, I've got a few Ubers. That I've got at so least four. character for you. I know, I know. I was confused too. And then I started, I wasn't, I wasn't spending, spending because I wasn't spending things that I wasn't expecting to spend, mm-hmm. but no, as in like big budget, but I was just spending a bit more freely than what I was expecting to spend. And I will tell you the difference. There were certain things where it's like, okay, so in the summer I can get like a few cute dresses and I already know the things that I want to get like way, way, way in advance. They didn't all need to be purchased in the same month. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if I knew I was going to buy them anyway. I didn't really need a reason to buy them now. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it was bad. This is the first month that I've been on budget and I'm actually going to finish my month on budget or under budget we praise the law but that involved me saying no to go to, to going to burner boy that involved me saying no oh wow so you decided not to go to burner boy i decided not to okay guys um i live in geneva and it's incredibly quiet um and i've made some lovely friends and thankfully they are black also which is nice and i got asked if i would like to go to burner boy there's still tickets i looked at the ticket and i was like okay so we're talking 85 90 not horrible but then I was thinking logically about all the additional incurred costs about having to get an uber home from Switzerland to France which is where I live and that's going to cost me more than a ticket to the event really how much would an uber be for context how much would that be that would be about 75 or 80 so it would literally basically be the same okay um, so and then, then when I was you're like, adding that on top of drinks on top exactly of- on top of drinks I was like because I'm not going to go and not enjoy myself so it's like drinks some snacks girl it was just seeming like the whole rest of my budget for the month yeah is going to be depleted so I was just telling myself do you know what I've seen Burner Boy before because I went to Afro Nation mm-hmm. great time amazing vibes the thought of paying all that money and then on top of that going to a show where Geneva people are there where no one's even going to be giving mm-hmm. me the vibe that I won mm-hmm. you said all you need to seeming- say it wasn't seeming like it was going to hit the way the fact that there's still tickets available should tell you everything you need to know about the crowd so and you know it won't top afro nation when you saw him in ghana so exactly that on the the beach exactly so i just told myself do you know what it's not everything i need to say yes to and that's reminding me of this one saying that i really really agree with and it's the fact that and what's it self-discipline is a form of self-love and i've been thinking about that constantly this month when i'm trying to like get better with my sleep get better with like managing um stress and anxieties about different things and get back on top to like you know being the best version of me and it's the fact that like sometimes when we do fall off us Mm -hmm. feeling bad about it is like it's not a form of self-care it's like us taking the time to actually try does make us feel good yeah on this point I'm also on like my day 46 of my new Duolingo streak (laughs) oh well done (laughs) yeah I'm really trying like to really regather myself and I feel so much better for it so I decided that investing in um things for my bed so I can like get on the sleeping thing even better was definitely a bit of a better investment than the same amount of money on burner boy and I don't feel bad about it so far I think it's fine no, I think budget's good, good mental's good and I'm trying something new so um I take melatonin sometimes to sleep but that stuff what I find is it does actually make getting up a little bit more tricky as well but I found this new uh, it's called GABA it's actually it's some kind of amino acid um Mm. which is meant to help with stress and 
stress and anxiety like it's a it's it's something that interacts with your neurotransmitters to help stress and anxiety so I've just ordered some of that you know it's a slow release capsule I'm trying to you know vitamin balance my body up try all the holistic things that I can possibly do to improve my situations you know Mm -hmm. so yeah like I'm trying and this has been the first month that I can say that things are going good so yeah let's see but the rest of the month child (laughs) yeah well I think I I mean for everyone 2022 got off a bit rocky for my friends that I've spoken to um I think everyone had good intentions don't get me wrong we all still have good intentions but people were just like we've been through two years of a pandemic if we're going to enjoy we're going to enjoy whether that means going over a budget then it does but I'm glad to hear that you're back on track because I know that's really important to you and being able to function and feel like well within yourself is having your routine in order and everything so I'm happy to hear that Thank you. What is not making me feel good now, though, slight tangent because it's a little bit funny. So I'm definitely going to share. I finally got to repairing certain things that I've been meaning to repair. And one of them was a pair of leather trousers that I had that has been broken for about a year now. And let me tell you, I've gotten thick during this time. Oh, and no, 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 no one had been telling me because the way my butt is being, I'm wearing them right now, and a part of me can't breathe. A way, the way that my butt is being suppressed by these leather trousers is also telling me that this gym routine thing needs to be fixed asap. A big butt is a good thing. A big butt is definitely a good thing. It's not good for my wardrobe, girl. (laughs) No, then you have, then you have to start repurchasing everything. exactly that so I was like maybe now is the time I needed to be dragged by these trousers too it's telling me I need to fix up <laughs> <laughs> well I'm all in support of so, even if the trousers aren't so thank you Karina but Q2 okay moving forward we've dragged ourselves we're over it we've shared we've therapized what are we doing moving forward Karina Yeah, so I just wanted to give um, a suggestion to the listeners about um, Q2, actually, and like even reflecting on Q1, because I saw um, like a little post online, which was about reflect, like how to reflect properly. And there's a few questions that aren't just necessarily about um, finance and career, but that maybe people could write down and think about when they're doing their reflections before they move on. Um, So some of the questions were like, what was my happiest moment? Um, what was the main thing that I have achieved? What is one lesson I have learned and who or what was the teacher? Um, what stress or concern worked itself out? And is there any stress or concern that I'm bringing into the next chapter? And I thought those are really good reflection questions because they're not the traditional ones that people usually ask, which is like, did you hit your target? Did you stick to the budget? This is more like um, overall how you feeling about it um Mm -hmm. so yeah I just thought I would share those but moving on to um the quarter ahead um, I'm feeling again more optimistic this time because I've you know you heard I dragged myself I do have to check (laughs) um the financial aspects of everything so actually today before we started recording I did revisit my budget and look at where some of my spending has been going and actually Mm -hmm. I spent quite a lot of money on um clothes this past couple quarters not sorry, couple quarters, mm-hmm. past couple months. Um, so I'm actually not going to buy any new clothes for Q2. And I want to be held accountable for that when we check in at mm-hmm. the end of Q2, because I actually do not need any new clothes. Um, I have more than enough. 
I even went through and cleared out a load of stuff as well because I've been seeing the TikTok babes talking about capsule wardrobes and I'm like, this is what I need. Like mix and match mm-hmm. different pieces. So I threw out a load that was unnecessary. And even though I've thrown out a load of clothes, I actually feel like it's making me it, it, it's making life easier to dress. So I feel like I have things because it's things that I actually wear. Um, so yeah, a target for Q2 is to not buy any clothes, is to really revisit my budget daily. So every day I'm going to check my bank account and see what I've spent. Um, I'm going to do quite a tight budget, obviously still factoring in life. So eating out in various bits and pieces, but I am going to really be harsh with myself and get things back in check, slightly up the saving amount because of the effects of Q1 and, um, I, I really am going to take on board what you said, which was self-discipline is the form of self-care because I don't like feeling bad when I'm financially not where I want to be. Yeah, no, I completely, completely agree with you. And I'm glad that you're going to implement checking your bank account every day because I really feel like us just hiding away from facing the reality of our consequences is why it ends up going so bad because you get to a certain point in the month where you're just like well um, it's already going bad I'm just going to kind of continue but I feel like if we were confronted with just what we're doing Mm -hmm. it would probably make us you know really consider before we continue to go down that path so I'm, I'm, I'm glad I hope everything kind of goes well on that no buy challenges Um, I'm going to share with you actually after this a couple of YouTube videos because I've been watching um, a few new um, frugal living channels by like young people and people of color as well Mm -hmm. and a couple of them are doing no buy challenges as well so I'll link you because you'll have communion with them they did the exact same thing you did and cleared out their wardrobes and now they're just saying they're not buying anything again so not me though but um so what I'm happy for them and I'm happy for you (laughs) but financial financial wise let's stick to finances for now what are your q2 plans well I really have to um sit down and think about this actually because I did a pre-designated budget until October at the a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. and let me just tell you now with the way that the stock market is going Mm. I I'm a little bit more hesitant because even though I'm not expecting to realize any of my gains anytime soon, I'm very much a medium to long-term investor. So market cycles shouldn't really affect me. It's more so asset allocation wise. I feel like I might want to diversify a little bit more. So I need to make sure that I'm very cash heavy and I just can't, I just can't as freely just chuck my money into specific companies or the index anymore I think what I'm going to do is actually have to look at how tech heavy and growth heavy my portfolio is let me drag myself Mm -hmm. and um, skim off some of the companies maybe bringing some alternative options or just some older type companies that maybe aren't so um, high growth like for example for me personally I've been looking a lot into the business model of Microsoft and even though it's like a you know, very, very old tried and true company, they are actually still um, growing at a pretty decent pace compared to the rest of the fan kind of 
companies. So mm-hmm. that's a company I want to get into. Google has announced that they're probably going to do a stock split in July. Mm-hmm. So I'll finally be able to afford to buy into Google and stuff like that. But then I realized that those are still kind of tech. So I sat down with myself and I said, okay, so are there any more property companies food anything else like that that I might want to diversify and and invest into and I think that's what I'm going to continue to like look into and research actively during Q2 and start to just focus on non-tech or old and big tech not new tech anymore Mm -hmm. and beyond that um Saving, 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 child, Um, saving. I'm continuing to do that. Finance wise, I've been pretty good. Um, With all of my spending, I have been spending capitals, capitals, capitals. Um, But everything's actually been on my list. Um, I'm halfway through my 2022 list, but I'm halfway through and it's March, child. Yeah, you should be halfway through at June if we're going by that logic. Uh-huh. Uh, so <laughs> what it's telling me is that I can actually like take my foot off the pace because even though I know that I'm sticking to a list that's literally been planned a year in advance, mm-hmm. I don't need to I don't need to run through the list like a track star. I can slow down. Um <laughs> and you know, um, my sister's now that was going through my head too but I was like after career real girl we really will be put into career real girl we really ruined our brand (laughs) career real girl I hope you all have listened to that episode it is a serious one despite what we named it yeah please please don't take it by face value like there's good advice in there we promise um but my sister and um, her best friend, my cousin, are coming next month. And it just made me realize, I was like, okay, you know, I, I'm obviously buying things that I'm going to have for years and years and years. But I want to make sure that I'm giving myself the scope to save, but also to invest in experiences. Mm-hmm. So planning a little staycay with them. I'm, I'm, I'm forward planning all of my holidays for the rest of the year now. It sounds dumb, but when you're an adult and you have adult friendships... You yeah. can't you can't be doing last minute trips with people because no one is available and no one has the money free. So mm-hmm. I'm planning like my whole summer calendar now so I can also allocate money for the rest of this quarter towards that. And yeah, just making sure I also focus on doing a few more experienced things that I've budgeted for ahead of time. Um, that's like my main focus at the moment but other than that saving because I'm just not really sure about how I want to allocate um, the money within my portfolio right now Mm. I know I'm definitely going to buy a lot more crypto because the prices are very cheap right now and um, Biden just wrote in some new legislation on crypto which sounds like a bad thing but it's actually a good thing because if you are legitimizing the space, it means that there's value in these in some of the coins mm-hmm. and in some of the things that people are doing in that area. So, yeah, I'm going to continue to invest in that, continue to add to my general index. I'm very on the fence about buying any more, like, like I said before, fast growth, like Tesla and things like that. So I'm sitting yeah. out of that. But, you know, I'm happy with what I've got going on. I'm happy that I'm actively building my savings because even though people tell you savings, just money doing nothing because of the inflation. I don't care. It feels nice to just have money to look and at also, in case of emergencies. It's, yeah, it's a level of security to know that you've got some liquid cash available to you. Um, whether it maybe isn't the best financial way to do it or whatever people want to tell you, I completely understand the logic of wanting to see X amount of pounds in a savings account just in case. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I realised. I realised that, you know, sometimes not 
every part of my budget needs to be actively working for me right now like Mm -hmm. no I need to actually just give the money that's in there some time to maturate I don't need to continuously um add so vigorously if there's it's not adding anything to my portfolio right now and I think given how volatile the times are I mean there's a war you guys there's a war Mm -hmm. so um the idea of having money that's just there in case anything bad happens not good nothing does just makes me feel like very comforted right now so yeah yeah I get it I completely get it the world is so unstable like will we even be here next year let's just have that cash ready indeed in case I need to dip and relocate to Ghana I I need I need options (laughs) (laughs) precisely um no but that's cool and then and then career-wise so obviously money-wise we've discussed career-wise for me um in terms of Q2 I have actually set myself some quite tangible targets um and it's quite Mm -hmm. nice because with my job usually it's quite vague in what I'm working towards but I've set myself some fundraising targets both through um grant writing and um government funding but also in specific targets when it comes to how many corporates I want to reach and build relationships with so I'm being really really intentional with solidifying the growth of the charity um and also I want to improve on being a better manager so I'm going to look into different managerial courses and making sure that my team feel like they're properly supported and nurtured and I think it's important at an early stage company to ensure that like the culture and the management and everything is always like suited to the team and developing the team so that's really important to me to make sure that there's like longevity in the staff and they want to stay um and then on the app front which is a completely different um ball game but we're trying to close a funding round right now we're at um seed stage so we've surpassed pre-seed we're at seed stage and I'd really love to close that in the next quarter and we're going to announce a celebrity partnership as well which is super exciting um and and I spoke to you this to you about this off air, but there is a really another big aspect of myself, which is my spiritual and holistic side. Um, that is not at all career. Well, I guess like, um, would I call it capitalist career? You know what I mean when I say that because it's not really true because it's a charity, but it's not at all career driven in the same way my other jobs are. But I want to start nurturing that aspect of myself in Q2. So I want to look into how I can expand some of the services that I offer um, on the spiritual realm. And that would make me feel much more fulfilled as a person. My soul would feel fulfilled helping people access their spirituality Um leading meditation sessions doing wellness retreats um working with people on holistic healing so although it will be for um financial reward it really is something that is a passion project for me that I've been saying for a long time I set in my goals at the start of the year and I haven't properly started up until like this weekend so yeah I want to really focus some energy on that too I'm so so proud of you because we we literally just did an episode about purpose and this is something that Karina shared with me I want to say like last year Mm -hmm. when was it you were wrapping up your master's whatever that was yeah basically were like you know what it made me realize that I want to do kind of something else and I was like okay well go for it I'm so glad you're actually doing it yeah because I've been like it's one of those things where you keep saying it and you keep saying it and it's like there's no point in me keep saying it if I don't try so yeah I want to try I'm like playing around with a name of what I want to call it 
and like free word of mouth I've already got some people who are supporting me so I'd like to get that little side hustle as something that is a legitimate part of what I do and Q2 of 2022 is when I'm going to start it so excited also I'm excited to be a customer eventually because lord knows I need some work (laughs) (laughs) we all do we're a never we're all a never-ended piece of work but that's another conversation in itself how about you career-wise what have you got planned for Q2 what are some of your goals and targets do you know what? Okay, so this is something crazy that I've not shared with anyone and I'm not sure I'm going to share. But basically, there's a list of young, successful people um, that's widely known. And that's one of my grander aims, not for this year, mm-hmm. but like before. A Are you talking on because- 30 under 30? Girl. You gave I don't that, even like to say it. That was it's so like, she obvious. who shall not be named. No, that was so obvious. You were like, there is a list of a certain number of younger people who are under a certain age doing a certain great things. Like, what other list? I'm not trying to jinx it. You know sorry, I mean? like, sorry. Been, that was rude of me. I've Continue. been like... I've been channeling... You know when you channel all your energy and your spirits and your thoughts towards one thing? Mm-hmm. Because I'm convinced that not like neither of us like no one I know is beyond being able to achieve something worthy of being there without paying for the position that's not a conversation for another day um you know just through their merit they're able to be there and they actually have a section for people that are in the sphere of work that I'm in I was looking at what these people achieved and what I achieved and it all I'm saying is is it a lie weren't that different child it was a lie so I'm like I'm like okay so if this one big project that I'm launching which is like the first in my department if I have an idea that I can launch successfully myself and I'm going to be like um I'm also going to be like the face of it like talking about it promoting it and stuff like that because it's going to be something that's incredibly visible and we're also going to be doing a segment about it at um, a big um, work conference that's open to the public. If I can turn that into something I can write about in the application, why not? It's so high profile. Like at that point, I'm doing things that are also great, high profile, cool. Like, mm, and I started it. Like, that's the main thing is that it's going to be something that's completely like was my hard work. So if ever there's a time or be like next year, but I've got to start putting in this work right now. So Q2 is just making sure that this project that I'm working on is actually successful. Um, making, I'm going to do my first French exam. I've told myself that as much as I'm enjoying learning French and I can, you know, parlay a little bit more Francais, mm-hmm. I need to actually like have uh, something to work towards so I can show to others that I know French because mm-hmm. unless we talk in French, you're not going to actually have grasped that I've improved even though it's not for others and it's, and it's for myself. Mm-hmm. It is for others in the fact that like in terms of employability, this is something that I also did to improve my skills um, for work. Yeah. And at some point I actually need to have some kind of certificate to say how far I got. So I'm going to pay for the exam. I'm going to do my first set of exams by the end of the summer. Uh, like that's the deadline I've given to myself by the end of the summer. I'll have the first set of my French exams done, which is why I'm working like so hard to stay on top of doing the daily French, going to my classes and things like that, because I know I need it for work and I also need to do it for myself. So 
that's another thing but at work it really is just get my head down and make sure I channel all of my energy in making my project successful and I'm also being put on a couple of big events that are at the end of the year but we've already started planning and I think um, if I pitch an idea that I have in my head that I've planned literally today um, I'll be able to have a segment that I can present um, wow. yeah and it's a it's, it's a really big event so I'm excited I'm excited but it's a lot of planning and self-discipline because these are deadlines that are like way way out but if I don't put in the work now I'm gonna fail so. you're going to achieve so I'm, <laughs> thank you I will I will I'm channeling all the spiritual energy like my way all the good vibes everything but I've also realized that to get into that kind of space I need to get into the mindset I was in with my master's child where I was just cut off from the outside world for a little bit and a bit more like incubated Mm -hmm. and just let myself out for specifically planned social plans which is why I'm really trying to hone down on planning things with people and you know when I want to see my friends I'll say okay like let's pick a space next month where I'll see certain people and make sure I can you know keep everyone in my roster happy and good but I need to stop being so freely available and accessible to people and really like channel my energy to doing what I need to do to achieve my goals yeah sometimes you do just have to go into focus mode for a little while and then come out for enjoyment and go back in again and it's it's like part of that success cycle when you're quite young and ambitious as we are and there does there does have to come a point where something has to give there has to be a little bit of sacrifice and usually that is the social life but the rewards you reap afterwards will be huge like like in your masters when you came out with the really high grades it was like it was so worth all that seclusion for that end result so I'm sure the event that you're talking about and the idea that you're going to pitch is going to be huge when you focus all your energy on it fully oh thank you I really really do hope so so let's see yeah and for people who are still new to planning quarters obviously this is a bit of like a whistle stop tour but I would suggest um thinking about categories so you heard how Gloria has her French which you could categorize maybe as personal slightly overlapping into work Then we had our work categories and we had our financial categories. So to make your Q2 planning less overwhelming, do really think about splitting your targets into three areas of your life, work, finance and personal. And if one area is slipping, don't see that as the the quarter completely failing because the other two areas could just be doing equally as well. Um, And Gloria, do you have any advice on planning for quarters? Yes, what I would say to people is, to actually make this useful and effective you you need to be honest with yourself and don't it's good to be ambitious but don't set goals that are so high and out of reach that you feel disappointed by not having made them really sit down and have an honest conversation with yourself about how the year has gone so far and from the things that you have done so far this year if you could go and change um, something about how that went what would you want to change moving forward to improve the rest of the year I think looking retrospectively being a little bit self-critical and trying to see how you can remedy that moving forward is definitely a better start place than coming up with like great grand ideas because it will take like a lot more time to get to an idea that you might have your for yourself 
in a way of timeline than one that's based on the experiences of literally the last couple of months and mm-hmm. also on the back of that even though this isn't project management I would still say set smart goals so for example like my grander idea with the list that shall not be named because I don't want to jinx it is an idea that's set for a few years out but that's also helped me put into place some things in what I'm doing now at work that I'm able to do in a shorter time frame to achieve the overall goal. So I'd say have a vision, have smaller goals mm-hmm. um, that you can implement to help you get to that vision. And each quarter should build upon a grand scheme for a year, a grand scheme for the next five years ish, and a grand scheme of where you want to see yourself going. But remember that the ideas that you have for the longer time frames are completely flexible based on what your current experiences are. So if you're doing things and you know it's continuously going you know not the way you planned maybe you need to sit down with yourself and reassess your goals and say okay maybe I thought this was important to me but it's clearly not other things have taken priority what does that mean for my medium term what does that mean for my long term and really continuously reassess what you've got going on but it really starts from you know having a nice aim or mission the worst thing is this is exactly the book that I was reading for my for my competition yeah uh, this is this is I would encourage actually people to um read that book I think I have it in front of me yeah it's called Mission Economy a moonshot guide to changing capitalism but it's it's basically a book about how to um plan projects and how to uh, effectively plan anything they were talking about examples with NASA just everything but it's really how you should work you should have like a grand picture you work towards that's directional that's somewhat time limited that's a bit more of a smart goal and break down steps based with everything working towards that one sole goal but there are different aspects of your life that kind of like would need to align for that goal to be met So that's how I would break it down realistically, like start big picture and then work backwards and always look at what you've done recently to help you come up with the next couple of months goals. Yeah, it's great advice. I think planning for even a quarter is hard when you're living day by day. So it's perfect advice is to just break them down, take it a day at a time and and go from there even a week at a time and if you're the type of person who likes to tick things off when you've achieved it for that little dopamine hit then it will make um sticking to your targets much easier for sure and um literally as Karina says that I've opened my little 2022 list of things <laughs> that I've, I've I literally made a list like very basic on my notes app and you can do that bullet point where you can tick through things. And it's just like what Karina says, I'm a child. So that dopamine hit means so much to me. <laughs> do what you've got to do to get on track. <laughs> Guys, it's been wonderful talking to you again. Um, and like we say all the time, please do engage with us on social media, um, Instagram at Clued Up at Clueless, Twitter at Clued Up Clueless. And let us know some of your Q2 goals. Let us know how you felt Q1 when. We'd love to hear more about your own experiences and whether you take on board any of this advice and if it's been helpful up until this point. For sure. And if you have a different way of- of planning if you're a vision board girly for example do let us know because I get so curious as to how people go about doing these things yeah great well until next time we'll speak to you soon bye bye